0: Welcome back, everyone. It's the weekend edition of Simply Bitcoin. We break down the news from Twitter, the daily fail meme review, software releases, hardware releases and the websites by plebs. Joining us today, fellow Bitcoiner and conspiracy scientist Gabriel Devine. All right, we are diving into the numbers. Let's do it, people.
1: Number Time. Number Time is brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference ever. They even have a music festival on the last day. The lineup just dropped. Dead Mouse is going to be spinning. Absolutely crazy. And you can take advantage of the link down below for ten percent off your tickets to the largest Bitcoin conference ever in Miami Beach, Florida. Bitcoin 2022.
0: At the time of this recording, the block height is seven hundred eighteen thousand seven hundred twenty-two. The Bitcoin price forty-three thousand seventy. Chain rewrite days seven hundred twenty-five. Total public lightning capacity. I swear this is deja vu. Three thousand three hundred thirty-one point forty-nine. <laughs> Moscow time twenty three twenty three. Look at that blocks to the happening one hundred
1: twenty one thousand two hundred seventy eight. The numbers, <laughs> man, it just doesn't move. It's frozen in time. The lightning network capacity, the the kaka fiat price, everything is frozen in time except for the most important thing. The block height hash. makes an all time high every day. And uh, Gabriel's right, we actually did just make a hash rate all time high. Not too long, I think it was yesterday. Again, that's okay. very good. Is very yes, it's very good. I'm a miner, so I'm always going to tell you from the mining perspective. Usually, when the hash price hash rate goes up, the price tends to follow. But I would like to see a complete breakaway, right? Because essentially, mm-hmm. it's little little jumps here and there, and then at the same time, the you know the 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 websites that are that are actually calculating the hash rate. You, you can't know the hash rate for certain, right? They're, they're all just calculations based on the block time coming in. But anyways, I have something really interesting. And since we have a conspiracy scientist with us, I know he's definitely going to appreciate all of this. Let's check it out. And it's 100 years ago, Henry Ford proposed energy currency to replace gold. Now, look, just take a look at the headline. It's very similar. Remember, fix the money, fix the world. Bitcoin stops wars. Check this out. Ford would replace gold with energy currency and stop wars. Very, very interesting. On December 4th, 1921, 1921, the New York Tribune published an article outlining Ford's vision of replacing gold with an energy currency that he believed could break the banking elite's grip on global wealth and put an end to wars that's crazy Ah, we've been saying that a lot we've been saying that a lot that the central bankers are really the ones pulling the strings anyways he intended to do this by building the world's greatest power plant and creating a new currency system based on units of power that's absolutely crazy but it wasn't only henry ford this is Buckminster fuller describing bitcoin in 1967 Let's check this out.
2: Because now I'll have to talk about something that, that, which will be one of the very big uh, new realizations by 2000 AD, which will be a realistic scientific accounting system of what is wealth. We now know that wealth isn't the goal that the old pirates used to have. Wealth is energy, and we have an Einstein in world in which the scientists found that when energy left any local system, en- engine. It only did so by joining another system. It did not go out of the universe. But experiment after experiment, they found the energy never got lost. So they had to write an entirely new law of energy, called the law of conservation of energy, which said energy can neither be created nor lost. So then suddenly we got a new clue to wealth. Wealth is not something that's going to deteriorate and 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 get lost, which was a great, a great way of thinking, uh, uh, and all the and all the economics. Next thing I discovered wealth consists of something more than energy it considers so i find the phenomenon that every time we use it we say i make an experiment now every time i make an experiment you always learn more you can't learn less you may learn that what you thought was happening isn't happening that's that saves you a lot of your time because we want to then increase the effectiveness of our time so i then say that the intellectual factor in wealth is one which every time we use it always improves we always learn more I've discovered that the energy power can't run down, and the intellectual factor every time we use it improves. Therefore, wealth, i discovered, is something that always increases. So that I would then point out to you that we are going to be able to afford to, to make everybody customers, and we're going to be able to afford then to bring in your Africa. And that this, is, this is the answer to your question. We talk, we're all the world. all over.
1: Absolutely crazy. These people figured this out. Many, many years before the technology was available, they sought to tie money with energy, wealth with energy, Uh, that scientist with really big glasses, I I can't pronounce his name, essentially saying, listen, you can't destroy energy, right? It just transfers, right? So it's a perfect store of value, but there was no mechanism in which to store it until Bitcoin, right? And then if you compare that to fiat, fictitious money, you could just create of, more of it at absolutely no cost. And if you compare that with Bitcoin, Bitcoin costs something to create. No matter if you're the king, if you're the emperor of the United States, the king of China, I know it's not real, I'm just giving examples, right? Doesn't matter. You have to get in line and spend the same amount of electricity to mine that said Bitcoin, right? So this changes the game entirely and these are some of the brightest minds henry ford he, he essentially invented the conveyor belt he invented you know essentially the first uh, like productive car mass production car right so these people obviously knew what they were talking about they were they were looking at the fact that the that the the, the, the system itself was being manipulated because if there's a group of people that can create money at no cost Well, everyone else has to work, has to essentially give their energy, their time to get that money. What is that? What is that? But not a recipe for disaster. Right. But when Bitcoin comes into play, hey, guess what? You're going to have to get in line and mine that Bitcoin if you want more of it, just like everybody else. Everyone's equal here. Right. So remember this, guys, because I'm going to get to this in the news segment. People that try to control energy, or they try to tell you how you should and how you should not use energy, are trying to control you. Because if you control energy, you control people. Anyways, Phil, what did you think of that?
0: Okay, just quickly, that it's really interesting that they that, that energy is equated to wealth. And when we look at the narrative coming out of the World Economic Forum... It's very interesting right because they want you to use very little energy right so in indirectly maybe they're just telling you that look that's what they mean by you'll have nothing right you're you're low energy so you've got low wealth and they control it all
1: they want all the energy they want they want to be able to interesting and think about it think about the 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 glasgow forum real quickly right with the the climate thing and again guys we want to be specific we're not saying that climate change isn't real or whatever. Yes, definitely. We don't know. We we don't know. What we're trying to say is that giving bureaucrats more power to dictate your life isn't going to solve climate change. Okay? That's oh. what we fundamentally believe on the show. We're not saying that climate change isn't real. Of course, you know, there's lots of data to say that it is. We're not climate change deniers. But what we're trying to say is that the people that are saying they're fighting climate change are complete and total hypocrites in the climate forum all these global elites took private jets and giant motorcades to go into a meeting to lecture everybody else about using too much carbon a a private jet is the least efficient way think about it you're burning all of that jet fuel just to carry a group of people it's not like a jetliner that's at least carrying hundreds of people right and these are the people lecturing you (laughs) that you're using too much carbon like why don't you guys stop doing it why don't you walk there take a sailing ship and then perhaps maybe we'll listen to you anyways gabriel what are your thoughts on this
3: oh my god i have so many thoughts where do i even begin uh you know the last point that you were making there is you know a classic example of different rules for for thee as for me um and it's you know it's the it's the harbinger uh, it's the, you know, the classic characteristic of, uh, authoritarians and, um, you know, the, the whole used, you know, you're using too much energy and it's bad and you're killing the world is all just a big excuse in order to control the energy that you're using. It's not a matter of keeping it low. It's just a matter of, we want to control it so that we have control over you. Just like you said, um, and regarding these, you know, amazing statements, uh, Buckminster Fuller is one of the great thinkers and inventors of the 20th century. He uh, invented the geodesic dome. He invented um, the uh, the molecule C60 and uh, the buckyballs. These are graphene uh, spheres, basically, that have incredible properties because uh, they're, uh, you know, single Uh, you know just a few atoms of of carbon and they can like superconduct and they have all sorts of amazing he was extremely ahead of his time um and that discussion there is really interesting because it touches on several different things um you know back in 67 he was attempting to dispel the myth um Don't misunderstand him. Wealth can absolutely be destroyed. And in fact, these global elites that you're talking about in Davos and elsewhere are absolutely doing that right now with attacks on the supply chain and everything. Their whole MO is to control all the wealth. And one of the big ways they do that is by holding the levers to destroy it and showing that they can do it every once in a while or often as often as they can get away with Because if they can't steal it, then they want to show, well, then we're going to destroy it. So, yes, you can destroy wealth. However, you can't destroy energy, as he pointed out. And if you have a form of wealth that's based on energy, then it's far more efficient. And in the case of Bitcoin, for example, it's a perfect realization of that principle, because if you – uh, burn Bitcoin, as we call it. In other words, destroy units of Bitcoin. You're not actually destroying any wealth. You, maybe for you, you've lost it, but because of the reduced supply, everybody else's Bitcoin will raise in price in response to any Bitcoin that's destroyed or lost. So uh, that's a really important principle to understand: is that uh, you you can destroy Bitcoin, but you can't destroy the wealth in the Bitcoin ecosystem that cannot, even if there's only one Satoshi left, you can have it on the lightning network and you know, have uh, micro Satoshis you know, trading around. In addition, this touches on the number go up technology as we like to call it. Um, this is a term or this is a phrase that uh, was borrowed. I wonder if there's a term for that um, when you adopt a, an insult and use it uh, positively, like uh, uh, like many uh, groups, you know, with uh, Vo- who have taken vocal, slurs on
1: uh, vocal jujitsu, essentially using exactly. your opponent's energy or momentum against them. Yeah,
3: exactly. And that's what number go up is is um, people making fun of Bitcoiners for um, emphasizing one of the main <laughs> factors in Bitcoin's design that is was is necessary for its adoption, which is, and it's, you know, increasing its interest, which is it's increasing price and decreasing supply uh, over time. And this number go up technology um, exactly as Mr. Fuller pointed out wealth is always increasing because we human beings are putting energy, our energy work, right. Energy over time. We're putting work and labor, into the economy, into the world. Therefore, that's creating wealth. Every day that we do anything productive is creating wealth. And Bitcoin, since there's no central authority, there's no central bank to draw off all of that productivity, to draw off all of the wealth that's being created and steal it from everybody at once. Therefore, it accrues to everybody and circulates in the system. Number goes up forever. Absolutely, forever. forever. It's not the Bitcoin is not yet. I mean, this time of what they call hyper adoption. <clears throat> yes, it's limited, but once all you know, once everybody in the world uses Satoshi's on their phone and it's just the normal everyday currency for everyone in the entire world, even then, Bitcoin will still go up in value, reflecting all the wealth that's being created in the world. And it's my contention that it will not be as low as it as gold's uh number go up in the 19th century was gold yep. performed that role very well in the 19th century but it was only one to six percent you only had uh telegraph and railroads but now we have the internet and bitcoin itself uh in- radically increasing the efficiency of the economy and productivity so i think i don't think the uh, appreciation rate of bitcoin will ever drop below like the mid-teens I, I, we don't know this never happened before in the world so i have a feeling it'll it'll bottom in appreciation, average appreciation annually. in like the, maybe the mid teens percentage wise per year, and then bounce back up as you know, robotics, AI, whatever increases the, you know, efficiency of the economy even more after that. And I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, th- uh, when we're old and gray, well, I'm already gray, but when we're really old, um, then, you know, we, we might be seeing 40% appreciation a year, you know,
1: in big- absolutely. freaking mm-hmm. bullish, freaking incredible. It's so crazy what the implications of this are, but it's so even more crazy that some of these people, some of these very smart people, had the foresight to see this many, many, many years ago but anyways phil it's time for the daily fail
0: the daily fail is brought to you by amber app check them out it's the easiest way to buy bitcoin you can stack the shift that's right i've been pushing that because we all love it when peter schiff says stupid stuff well you could stack every time he tweets it the link is down below (laughs) yellow what the no yellow what are you doing
2: amber the smart way
0: staff sense we interrupt this program to bring you a special report before we dive into the daily fail we here at simply bitcoin just wanted to remind everyone that we are not in any way shape or form climate deniers okay we don't deny this at all so youtube don't ban us we're not talking about climate denial what we are focusing on is the waste of money that has nothing to do with climate or fixing the climate or dealing with climate change. Alright, this is a tweet from Clown World today. Look, we're gonna pull together some strings. This was an interesting one. Um, I think it was dropped in our Telegram group. Let's dive into it, because we're, we're gonna- we're gonna go through- I, I did- I actually did quite a lot of research, uh, into this, and... I- I always thought that carbon credits were complete nonsense, but I didn't know why, okay? Because it never made sense to me um why you would do financial activity based on doing something uh quote unquote positive for the earth when you could just go out and actually plant a tree you know or do something positive or be part of an organization that plants trees or cleans up rivers and anyways my point is is that I always thought that you actually had to go out and do the action so to me none of this made sense I have to explain this before I dive into this fail because that's what this is about. Let's let's dive into this, okay? Um, carbon credits were debunked already a, a while ago. Okay, they were already debunked like four or five years ago. But yet, there's this climate coin which we're going to dive into. So let's take a look, okay? Here we go. The tweet from Clown World: Climate Coin aims to be the world's first carbon neutral cryptocurrency. It was designed to help the fight against climate change. I don't know if that date is real or not, to be honest, because climate coin itself was from 2017 and from what i'm going to show you guys i don't think these people are doing anything okay (laughs) but wait there's more here we go let's dive into it first and unfortunately i couldn't actually highlight anything on the page for whatever reason it uh, it wouldn't let me so let me just let me just explain what their raison d'etre is right why they exist our goal is to disrupt climate mid action via decentralized decision making and providing financing for projects that make the planet more resilient. Hmm. Interesting. Within the Green Climate Deo ecosystem, carbon credit outputs from mitigation, reduction, and removal projects will be tokenized and offered to everyone looking to take an active role in the fight against climate change, or plant a tree. In essence, Green Climate Deo aims to solve the issue of coordination and capital allocation for climate-positive projects by harnessing the wisdom of the crowd through user-friendly, here we go, blockchain technology, of course. Nowhere here are we dealing with the climate or climate change i will proceed now there was very little on this shit coin okay i kid you not their their website is bare i i honestly i mean like anything more of a scam i, I don't know if there could be so i had to go do some digging and i found that of course they have They've got a foundation. Here we go. The Climate Coin Foundation has created an innovative cryptocurrency that will allow everyone to participate in the fight against climate change and at the same time perceive profits for it. So you're not going to receive them, you're going to perceive these profits. So I don't know if they're real or not. I'm pretty sure that was a typo, but I found it funny. Anyways, our token will permit our foundation to create a sustainable investment vehicle to participate in companies that have disruptive products that help fight climate change and return profits to the token holders. This is the only way to make impact in this problem. That affect all of us. That's right, okay? They're going to help fix the climate with a shitcoin. Okay? Get ready this is and this was back in 2017 but yet you saw that tweet the date okay my next step my next step was i had to go and and believe me this was not easy to figure out who was actually in this company okay let's go take a look climate coin using blockchain to help you invest in the planet we came up with the idea of using a cryptocurrency to democratize carbon markets they're democratizing carbon markets i don't even know what that means and trust me the further we dig into this the the less this even makes sense and the more of a scam this becomes so here we go we've got i and i went through each person to see if they had any uh correlation to the world economic forum james haft chairman of climate coins board of directors okay So even though he's not part of the World Economic Forum, we can find here, February 25th, 2020, Fireside Chat in Davos, the hunt for liquidity, not helping the earth, the hunt for liquidity. All right. Fireside Chat in Davos during World Economic Forum 2020 with Pal Capital, that's one of his companies, CEO James Haft. Let's go take a look went to go look up james on his linkedin to see what he's all about entrepreneur and merchant banker focused on the scaling of web 3.0 believer in democratization and self-sovereignty of identity data and value founder of the dltx pal capital pal genesis fund co-founder of crypto oracle crypto mondays nxp labs climate coin and condo.com done a whole lot of done a whole lot of fantastic stuff now keep in mind right what i just read to you and i'm gonna i'm just gonna zoom in here what i just read to you believer in democratization and self-sovereignty of identity it's all just words isn't it (laughs) isn't it all just words like like think about it It, but in the meantime he's on the board of directors of a shitcoin, which is completely centralized which does absolutely nothing and i'm going to i'm going to help prove this because this got me thinking are carbon credits even real like what do they do Carbon credits likely worthless in reducing emissions, study says. Who would have thought that pouring your money into pools of money doesn't fix carbon crises, doesn't fix the climate? I am stumped. I know Nico stumped. I, I mean... Yeah, here we go. The study examined the clean development mechanism created under the Kyoto Protocol to allow countries to offset emissions by purchasing credits linked to green energy projects on an international market. The system allows a power plant in Germany, for example, to buy credits for the emission savings from a wind farm in India. That just sounds like liquidity pools. This doesn't Anyways, sounds the like problem, the report huh?
1: sounds like a Sorry? fucking racket. That's what it sounds oh, like. Oh, it's
0: a total racket. Oh, just wait till I finish this. The problem, the report says, is that the Indian wind farm likely would have been built anyway even without the credits purchased by the Germans in emissions trading lingo, the reduction would be considered not additional. The vast majority of credits are unlikely to actually reduce emissions. Carbon offset credits were included as part of the Kyoto Protocol, but have fallen out of favor after scandals in Europe and per poor performance. That's right, because they don't actually solve anything. It's just a money grab. Anyways, Let's finish this up. You know carbon credits don't actually offset your carbon footprint. And this is December 4th, 2019. Okay? So keep in mind, that first tweet that I showed you showed today's date. So all of this has already been shown to be completely useless and nobody is interested in this. So why anybody would make a coin based on this crap is completely psychotic. Anyways, no one can actionably explain how paying to offset your carbon footprint actually counters the alleged extreme harm caused by everyday life one of the first things on many of these businesses websites is asking for money either through purchasing a carbon credit or a donation in looking closely at the companies that sell carbon credits it becomes clear they have found a clever way to profit Mm -hmm. off of guilt over climate change and there's the virtue signal right they offer various projects where your money can go with different dollar amounts per ton of carbon these include building a bird sanctuary, planting trees, creating clean cook stoves, which you can do without buying these credits. It's just pure virtue signaling. It is very clear that carbon credits do nothing to reduce the purchaser's carbon footprint. So once again, right, to tie this all up, this is is all part of the garbage ESG narrative, okay? These are all bits and pieces, and as we showed, right, even even the people that go and start these projects they are all if we do enough digging we find the link to the world economic forum okay do enough digging and you find the link to the world economic forum that's not a coincidence it's not a coincidence that all the leaders of the uh, of of the major countries all had the same messaging for you know in in the last let's say two to five years okay it's it, none of this is a coincidence that the messaging came out at the same time was said in the same way and had the same exact tone so let's just stop bullshitting ourselves anyways
1: man you're absolutely, that was it. <laughs> no you're you're absolutely spot on and look it, it, it two things right this whole episode I, I want you guys for it to stick into your mind right the people that control the energy control the world, right? And essentially what purchasing, you know, through the shit coin, right, the climate, you know, or purchasing these carbon credits is essentially their are guilt-free passes. And and, and there's a, and this reminds me of this part in, 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 in this book called The Sovereign Individual, which I recommend to every Bitcoiner to read. And essentially he was talking about it during the Renaissance era. The Catholic Church had tremendous amount of power. And what they would do – It's gonna sound very similar. Is that they would sell sin credits. So essentially, if you wanted to fornicate or cheat on your wife or, you know, or do anything that is against church doctrine, it's okay as long as you purchased sin credits, right? I don't know if that's the exact name, but it, it was sin credits essentially so this idea of you know being able to buy these free passes essentially to make yourself feel better has been around for so long and what it is is essentially it's just a giant racket to make yourself feel better for, you know, to, to connect it with the the Catholic Church to sin. And, and, and you know, in, in today's world, it's not so much fornicating and it's not so much, you know, going against the Catholic Church, but it's it's going against the mainstream ESG narrative, right? But it's really funny because these Western elites, right, they're flying in private jets. They don't care. They could just buy, a, 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 you know, a carbon credit. It's okay. But in developing countries... Why shouldn't they have the right to burn coal and to burn so-called dirty fuels to develop their their economies, even though in the Western countries we did this for a hundred years? So who gives us the right to virtue signal to countries that are still trying to build themselves up, build up their economies, even though we did exactly what they were doing what they're doing now for over a hundred years? It's total bs and the the funniest parts but the cherry on top is the fact that you always have to give it to the shit coiners to find a find a good reason to get rid of your bitcoin to get sell your bitcoin for their shit coin we covered the kids token we covered the orb we covered whatever these shit coiners are ingenious (laughs) in ways they've come up with every single possible way to try to convince you to part way with your bitcoin don't freaking give it to them, anyways. Gabriel, what do you think of all this?
3: Well, uh, you know, I agree with your guys' take on it. it. It's fraud from the bottom up, like all shit coins. And in this case, there's you know, the the uh, additional angle of the climate fraud. Um, I'm not necessarily in agreement with your uh, you know program's theme about climate change. Now, obviously, climate is always changing. Uh, However, I do very much take uh, exception with um, political consensus about the Earth's weather patterns over the long term, otherwise known as climate. Um, And uh, it's not scientific consensus at all. And uh, we're in the middle of a physics and scientific upheaval, which has been suppressed for a long time. Uh, So I I encourage the listeners of the show to look into the theories of the electric universe. Um, It's essentially a solar sun caused um, climate model rather than human being caused. Uh, The the effect of, of carbon dioxide on the climate is absolutely not settled science. So look into that. But that's beside the I, I, point I, I, entirely. I just, this, all I, this stuff. I, I, is- I
1: just want to specify, though, guys. At Simply Bitcoin, you know, we we are not climate deniers. You know, there's there's definitely a lot of, you know, uh, different consensus from really smart people, right? We just want to specify that. Gabriel, go ahead. Uh,
3: so the this is absolutely a money grab, uh, as you said, Coincirus, but you said just a money grab. And I think it's also it's not just a money grab. It's also exactly as Nico was saying, a way to control. It's an excuse Mm -hmm. to control the energy that you use. That's what energy credits are. It's a it's a it's not only a racket to steal money from everybody, but also an excuse through people weaponizing uh, natural human beings having guilt So they're programmed to think that their behavior is causing a problem, and then they're given also the solution. It's a classic control paradigm, Um, you know, uh, problem, reaction, solution, right? So, and this, this idea of weaponizing guilt is actually the main political motivation on the left. It's the collectivist fallacy, which is, uh, basically um, dressing up the same old authoritarianism in a way to weaponize people's guilt. So it's like, oh, we're not doing enough for the poor, therefore give us all the power. That's basically the Marxist way. Um, And if you'll notice that um, in Marxism, The idea is that the government takes over businesses and in fascism. It's that the businesses take over the government. You'll notice that the end result is exactly the same totalitarianism.
1: Absolutely said. Absolutely. You know, the extreme left and the extreme right are just two sides of the same coin. I completely agree. And uh, look. And we have to be careful on YouTube, which is why we have to give so many disclaimers. But I'll put it to you this way, guys. Giving a bunch of money to politicians, specifically government, the least efficient corporation in the existence of Mm -hmm. mankind, is not going to make this go away. I if, if climate change, you know, becomes an issue to the point where, yes, it's undating Florida or, you know, the, the, the temperature goes too high. Right. There's so many. Or the intric- opposite. So many details. The right. The opposite, too. I mm-hmm. believe that that, I believe that the free market through their incentives and ingenuity will solve that problem much more efficiently than a bunch of bureaucrats collecting a bunch of money because they have never been able to fix anything. They're not incentivized to do so. The government is the only corporation that if they if they perform badly, they get a raise. They get a, they get they get a salary, they get promoted. In private industry, if you perform badly, you go out of business, right? So this is essentially the message that we're trying to portray. And anyways, let us know what you think down in the comment section below. But anyways, Phil, it's time for the Daily Meme Review. Daily Meme Review is brought to you by Citadel21. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. It's stories by toxic, savage, Bitcoiners, stories, comics, articles, and it's scarce. There's only a thousand copies made per volume. Get your print of Citadel21 today. First meme is brought to us by Lena Seesh, the fiance or wife of Samson Mao, the awesome dude behind the Big Volcano Bond. Shout out to Mao; he's a friend of the show. Seven percent inflation. Yay! I got a five percent pay raise. <laughs> and then here, on the Bitcoin standard. Oh no, it crashed. How will I ever financially recover from this? <laughs> oh, it's so true. Moving on to the next one. This is yeah. by Rothmus. And it's this, you know, it's the Chad, these people. (laughs) Have you been mocking us since the beginning of recorded history? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is absolutely hilarious. Moving on to the next one by Honk Hogan. Good morning. I've been buying the dip, Marge. Oh, my Homer. And if you guys don't understand this meme, it comes from this really famous part in in the simpsons where like homer seems all in shape and that's just because there's a bunch of clips behind him like hiding all the fat but this time it's real because it's bitcoin anyway so moving on to the next one uh it's by big sean harris make sure you don't give your seed to just anybody <laughs> i'm gonna be the world's richest man buddy we are inside a shit coiner <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on to the next one we got uh, by bird flip. Good morning. I made this image because this was my afternoon. Me, stacking sats, getting jacked, ordering beef for a second freezer, stocking up on ammo, running a Bitcoin lightning node. Her, yes, I'm calling to find out if the Newport dining chairs are in stock. Yes, the black ones with the tuft you do. That's wonderful. Eh, a little sexist. Not that funny. I don't know why you picked that, Phil. All right, next one. Um, <laughs> was this recommended by a pleb i guess anyways i don't know it's true though like honestly though Telegram group. What do you honestly <laughs> though like let's be real let's be real i tell my girlfriend about bitcoin and I'm like, look, babe, look how much we had, Look how much Bitcoin. And, and she's just like, okay, that's nice. You know, so, and I know it's the same with Phil's wife, but I know it's not the same for all ladies because we got some awesome ladies in the Bitcoin space. Wish we had more. Anyways, mm-hmm. I don't know where the market's going. Just draw lines. <laughs> Whoa, I know exactly where the market's going. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, and check this out. A meme from Getter. Um, Central banks, you can't defeat me, plebs. I know, but he can. (laughs) And it's an army of Bitcoin ASICs. Absolutely awesome memes. Uh, Gabriel wasn't making any facial expressions, so I don't know if he was feeling the memes. But I was feeling the memes, and for that, I'm going to give it a key that no one knows what it does. An F12 key. What about you, Phil? What would you give those memes? I like
0: that one. I like that one. I'm going with, and I... Those, those were some pretty good memes, for the, for the most part, but yeah, I, I do agree, the, the bird flip one kind of flipped the bird. Anyways, here we go. Going with a PoE switch. Hmm. That's right. It's I always good switches. to have an extra one lying around.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's very <laughs> true. Pay attention to that. Always have a switch. Always. If you know, you know. If you don't know... When, you ha- when you're going to find out, you'll be like, Nico and Phil, goddammit, they were right. Anyways, Gabriel, what would you give those memes?
3: I found a meme on my phone. I tweeted it out. Would you like to see it? I'm going to yeah. show it to you on my phone.
1: Yeah, we would love it.
3: I like this one. It was, turned out pretty good. Uh, it's the, it's uh, Keanu Reeves. This is how hard it is for a shit corner to say Bitcoin instead of crypto. <laughs> the, uh, Neo with his mouth going shut. Okay. Well you done. see that?
2: He Very gave,
3: well He
1: the his score was a meme. That's the first time that's yes. ever happened. So anyways, we got so a, it, y- uh,
3: on that subject, on that subject, I did a, uh, a talk in 2019 on the crew, Bitcoin cruise. And it's, Uh, you 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 went you muted you went mute oh there we go on youtube
1: okay so he did a talk on the bitcoin cruise you muted yourself for the part that you were actually saying and then it but it's on youtube that's the part that we heard
3: it was my connection is not i didn't mute myself
1: oh okay okay okay, okay. (laughs) yeah we could hear you we could hear you again Anyways, he did a talk on memes and a Bitcoin cruise, and it's on YouTube. Anyways, guys, we want to know if you agree with our scores, you disagree. Let us know down in the comment section. And, of course, subscribe to us on alternative video platforms because we talk about things that certain people in high places don't like, like rumble.com and our personal favorite bitcointv.com. They don't censor there because it's Bitcoin TV. And, of course, join our Telegram group and link us some better Bitcoin memes to review. Because, come on, weak sauce today, weak sauce. Anyways, Phil, it's time for the Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make the best 3D-printed Bitcoin merch, like the 3D-printed Bitcoin Freedom Art Grenade opens up. You put your favorite hardware wallet, also comes in custom colors, any colors you want, and the famous Bitcoin... Honey Badger comes in three different sizes. And you can take advantage of the link down below for 5% off cryptocloaks.com. cloaks.com. All right, guys. So the topic of today's video is those who control the energy control the world. They control humanity, right? If you remember, we covered this a while back. It actually came out in November twentieth, twenty 2021. And this was Hillary Clinton essentially talking about the dangers of Bitcoin to the nation states. The correct, let me translate what that means, the dangers to the racket, to the political racket, to the politicians. That's what Bitcoin is a danger to. Anyways, let's hear what she had to say just to give you guys a refresher.
3: And then one more area that I hope nation states start paying greater attention to is the rise of cryptocurrency, because what looks like uh, a very interesting and and somewhat exotic uh, effort to... Uh, literally mine uh, new coins in order to trade with them, has the potential for undermining uh, currencies, for undermining the uh, uh, role of the dollar as the reserve currency, for destabilizing nations, perhaps starting with small ones, but going much larger. So when we think about this new environment in which we find ourselves, that we've been discussing for the last uh, some minutes, Um, We can't just think about nation states. And then what? So she said nation states twice, I might
1: add. Okay. Then a couple things, right? She said she was talking about mining, right? And she was talking about this destabilization, and it's at the smaller countries. It's going to destabilize smaller countries when, in fact, we're seeing quite the opposite. El Salvador is one of the poorest countries on the face of the planet. And just by them adopting Bitcoin, In less than a year, they have banked more people than the legacy financial system has banked in decades that it's been in El Salvador. And on top of that, it's saving El Salvadorians millions of dollars in remittance fees alone. And on top of that, El Salvador's economy has actually grown. And on top of that, El Salvador has now less crime than a lot of American cities. El Salvador used to be the murder capital of the world or one of the murder capitals of the world. And all of that since Bitcoin. So what destabilization is she talking about? Perhaps she's talking about the destabilization of her job, right? So this was released in November. Let's see what has happened since then. And remember, one of the major attacking vectors of Bitcoin is essentially this mining this proof of work which is what makes bitcoin uncorruptible i might add and tie this in with what we're talking about the climate and how they're using that how they're using that as an excuse to control energy guess what they took their shot this was the official this is the official letter sent to you know the house minority leader the house majority leader the how the the senate minority leader the senate majority leader and it made such a ruckus that congress actually decided to have a hearing just on bitcoin energy use alone now the question that i ask for you guys is are these ngos and all these people are they really concerned about the environmental impact are they concerned about the control why is it that the world's economic forum supports ethereum that's moving to proof of stake that doesn't use that much electricity because essentially it's giving up decentralization it's is giving up uncorruptibility because it's a proof of stake system why is it the world economic forum supports ethereum right we know that one of the one of the the people that sit on the chair of the ethereum foundation is part of the world economic forum But they don't support Bitcoin. Why do they keep attacking Bitcoin's proof of work? And tie that in with what Hillary Clinton just had to say. Anyways, here's what the letter had to say. Um... The, the US Congress will hold a hearing on the energy use and environmental impact of Bitcoin mining on January 20th. And check out the name of the hearing. Look how insidious this is. Cleaning up cryptocurrency, the energy impacts of blockchains. Mm. Anyways. The move was prompted by a letter sent to the house in October by a cohort of national and international organizations. I wonder who they are. I wonder who those cohort of national and international climate organizations are. Remember what Hillary Clinton had to say, it's going to take more than nation states to deal with this emerging problem. Anyways, organizations that argued against the energy use usage of Bitcoin and its proof of work system. We The more than 70 climate, economic, racial justice, business, and local organizations write to you to urge Congress to take steps to mitigate the considerable contribution uh, contribution portions of the cryptocurrency markets are making to climate change and the resulting greenhouse gas emissions, environmental, and climate justice impacts it will have. Anyways, if you think that the Bitcoin community wasn't prepared this time yes we were we learned from what happened during the infrastructure bill debacle this time we were ready we the bitcoin I, i can't i don't i don't know if i could reveal too much about it but the bitcoin policy institute is essentially um um a a collection of bitcoiners trying to fight against this type of garbage we have prepared ourselves we have come together here is a rebuttal by david zell i mentioned him before right he was essentially hired by bitcoin magazine i think he's working independently now and essentially trying to address any bs that comes from politics right so that we don't get caught off guard like we got caught off guard during the infrastructure bill and this is a rebuttal to every single one of the points made by that bs letter sent to congress let's check it out the first claim bitcoin's growth alone could single-handedly push global emissions above two degrees celsius false The study referenced here has been widely debunked by climate experts and peer-reviewed journals. Three separate articles, all published in Natural Climate Change, dismissed the study on account of its poor methodology and false assumptions with one study warning. The scenarios used by Moore et, et al. are fundamentally flawed and should not be taken seriously by the public, research, or poly- policymakers second claim bitcoin uses energy compared to argentina or norway true but misleading bitcoin reliably sources more than double the value of either country's gdp its mining accounts for roughly 0.27 of global energy consumption less than gold mining and 18 times less than residential air conditioners claim bitcoin mining produces electronic waste annually comparable to that of the netherlands Disputed and highly misleading. The study cited here assumes miners must be replaced nearly twice as fast as the industrial standard. Even taking these calculations at face value, total annual Bitcoin mining accounts for an estimated 0.05% of global e-waste claim bitcoin's energy consumption will only get worse over time likely false researchers suggest that bitcoin mining emissions are likely to peak within the decade at less than one percent of global carbon emissions then decline not increase over time claim bitcoin mining mining is unnecessary energy consumption false Proof-of-work secures storage of nearly a trillion dollars for more than a hundred million people in a monetary network accessible to anyone connected to the Internet. Its users disproportionately reside in countries with high inflation, weak respect for property rights, and poor governance. Bitcoin's unique features enabled by Proof-of-work, and only by Proof-of-work, I might add, arguably provides advantages over non-natively digital alternatives. Claim, Bitcoin mining is exactly exacerbating a global shortage of semiconductors false the article reference in this letter is about gpus which have not been used in bitcoin mining since 2013 bitcoin miners account for roughly one percent of revenue for TS- tsmc the largest semiconductor firm moreover the chip foundries tier their buyers preventing miners from competing with clients critical to global supply chains so it's all bullshit bitcoin this, it doesn't matter that it's all bullshit they know it's bullshit Bitcoin mining is taking away power that Texans need. False. Bitcoin miners need to find cheapest power possible. That's why most mining in the state is in West Texas, which produces nearly twice as much energy as can be used or transmitted elsewhere. Miners also participate in demand response programs, reducing or turning off their load during periods of high demand so as not to compete with other grid consumers. So good on the Bitcoin Policy Institute, but that's not enough. Jack Dorsey is also getting into the fray. This is a letter that he sent to about the Bitcoin Legal Defense Fund. To Bitcoin developers, the Bitcoin community is currently the subject of a multi-front litigation. Litigation and continued threats are having their intended effect. Individual defendants have chosen to capitulate in the absence of legal support. Open source developers who are often independent are especially susceptible to legal pressure. In response, we propose a a coordinated and formalized response to help defend developers. The Bitcoin Legal Defense Fund is a non-for-profit entity that aims to minimize legal headaches that discourse software developers from actively developing Bitcoin and related projects such as the Lightning Network, Bitcoin privacy Pro- protocols, and the like. The main purpose of this fund is to defend developers from lawsuits regarding their activities in the Bitcoin ecosystem, including finding and retaining D- defense counsel, developing li- litigation strategy, and paying legal bills. This is a free and voluntary option for developers to take advantage of. Judge uh, take advantage of if they so wish. The fund will start with corps of volunteers and part-time lawyers. The board of the fund will be responsible for determining which lawsuits and defendants it will help defend. The fund's first activities will be to take over coordination of the existing defense of the Tulip Trading lawsuit against certain developers, alleging breach of fr- fiduciary duty, and provide the source of funding for outside console At this time, the fund is not seeking to raise additional money for its operations. But we'll do so at the direction of the board if needed for further legal action or pay for the staff. So what does all this mean, guys? This means don't fuck with us. Bitcoiners are mobilizing. We're coming together. We're fighting on all fronts. We're fighting back the bullshit. Because there's the there's the front, like from Craig Wright, Craig Wright was going after Bitcoiners savagely, right? He was able to essentially make Bitcoin.org, not, um, not essentially allow people to download the actual Bitcoin core software in the UK, right? So this is what the defense fund is for. And then on another front, on the policy front, because we couldn't rely on Coin Center because they let us down during the whole infrastructure debacle, Bitcoiners have mobilized and now we have have a voice in Congress fighting back the bullshit narrative that these people are trying to essentially sell to everybody, right? They're trying to attack Bitcoin on all fronts. They're using the climate as an excuse. And we all know this is bullshit. Bitcoin uses energy that was already going to waste because if it wasn't already going to waste, it would be too expensive for miners to use it. Electricity isn't it's not easy to transport over large distances. So just because you have a large energy producing plant in the middle of nowhere, it they, they could only transport that energy so far away from that plant. So what that creates is essentially a crap ton of stranded cheap electricity that was already going to waste. Now that electricity has value. And before it did not. What about flared gas? What about all that extra flared gas being vented out into the atmosphere? All that flare, all that extra methane, because they had no nowhere else to put it. Now, like uh, Great American Mining and other companies, right? The company that Denver Bitcoin works for as well has figured out a way to turn that that extra flared gas into electricity to make it into Bitcoin. So all of these narratives have been debunked over and over and over again, but connect it with what Hillary Clinton had to say. Connect it with what you know, the, 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 the BS, the propaganda from the World Economic Forum, you'll own, you'll, um, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. If they lose control of the energy, they lose control of the populace. So they're going to try anything and everything to try to sell you that Bitcoin is going to bo- uh, boil the oceans. But this time, unlike last time, unlike, unlike the last couple of years, because of number go up technology, what Gabriel was talking about earlier on the show, guess what? Bitcoiners are very well funded this time. We're mobilizing and we're not going to get caught off guard. So and as as NGU technology keeps doing its thing, Bitcoiners are going to be a a force to be reckoned with. And we will gain more and more and more political power. And by doing so, freeing mankind from the tyranny of fucking central bankers. Phil,
0: every Bitcoiner should have that that sheet, right, that rebuttal sheet. That is fantastic. I, I think that right there. That just dispels so much of the garbage and nonsense, and quite often, let's be honest, right? A single person alone is gonna have a difficult time kind of pulling together all the information to come to those conclusions. So that's you know, why they have to
1: subscribe to Simply Bitcoin, so they know.
0: There you go. See exactly. No, but uh, the other piece to this is, I look that Bitcoin Legal Defense Fund, uh, Legal Defense Fund, I think is really because of because of csw yes i,
3: it's I exactly. honestly
0: it's it's totally because of him and i just want to point out because we, we have to you know what every time we have an, an opportunity to dump on this absolute fraud and scammer okay I, I have to take it um it's amazing the amount of money and resources and energy that they're taking to fight the actual open bitcoin network rather than taking the time to innovate on their shitcoin. That tells you right there that they have they know they have nothing. But we tell, know they have nothing. The fact <laughs> listen,
1: the fact that Hillary Clinton is scared of this thing oh. tells you what side of history you are on. If oh, you're absolutely. on the side of Bitcoin. Okay? <laughs> and they're going to throw everything they can at this, but they'll lose. And the reason that they lose is the thing that's funding them is fake money. And the thing that's funding us is the most absolute scarce money in the exists in in, in in the history of mankind. That's what that's what money we're using. They're using fictitious money. That every day more and more people are starting to fucking wake up to the fact that it really just is monopoly money. It just mm-hmm. really isn't backed by anything, right? Take a look at the inflation rate in the U.S. Take a look at the inflation rates all around the world. And then look at bitcoin anyways gabriel are we conspiracy well you're the conspiracy scientist so this is a perfect episode for you my friend
3: exactly you know um i gotta say it's a strange uh, feeling to uh, say this but i agree completely with uh, ms clinton mrs clinton rather uh everything she said is absolutely true Uh, And I have to take issue with uh, how you framed the um, El Salvador situation as being an example against what uh, Hillary is saying. But actually, I think it's uh, very much in line. Uh, El Salvador was for decades, if not a couple of centuries, uh, under the heel of big powers, very high crime, extremely poor (laughs) poverty, uh, corruption, I'm assuming is continuing. But... um, destabilizing El Salvador's previous situation into something far better is exactly what Bitcoin did. And destabilizing is a very good term for Bitcoin's effect on a world awash in fraud and really just evil. Um, it's, you know, some many people are come uh, coming to realize that Uh, There has been a small group of families uh, controlling things in the world for thousands of years. And it's a pretty crazy, I mean, you know, I'm a conspiracy scientist, so, you know, you, you draw the threads together and wow uh, you know, these guys really were on the top of the pyramid. I say were uh, very intentionally here because their system is crumbling beneath them. That pyramid is now turning into a network and uh, you know, Clinton as a mid-level operative in that system is now, uh, you know, basically holding on for dear life and attempting to scare the public with true statements about Bitcoin. And, you know, it's it's really interesting to watch the uh, legal proceedings continue at this late time. I've been into Bitcoin for a good eight years and, uh, it's It's been a continuous source of wonderment for us uh, Bitcoiners to see how poor and weak the res- legal response of that system that I'm talking about, which, of course, um, the central banks are a very central part of controlling mankind, controlling individuals, keep- keeping them essentially under the thumb of um you know, those who would control them and, and uh, draw off their energy, draw off their wealth, as we discussed earlier, it's the same thing. And um, it's been quite interesting to, to like see how little response there's been until very recently. And even now it's like, really, it's worth, it's a trillion dollar market cap and this is all you've got. And um, just thinking right now, like, why is that? It occurs to me that, the innovation gap, you might wanna call it. In other words, the difficulty of understanding a new revolutionary and disruptive technology, it's a double-edged sword. On the one hand, you may lament it because it could keep new users from joining the network and benefiting from it and benefiting all other users of the network as decentralized systems do. The more uh, human beings, the more nodes, the more benefit accrues to every other node and to themselves. But, of course, the other side of that coin is that those who are threatened by the new technology, the disruptees, if you will, in this case, Clinton and her ilk, also are responding far too late. So it's an advantage in the sense that your attackers understand the threat far too late as well. They dismiss. You know, it's the classic, uh, first they laugh at you, then, uh, (laughs) how does it go? (laughs) Help me out here.
1: First they laugh at you, then they, then they, no, first they laugh at you, then they ridicule you, then they fight you, then you win.
3: Right. So, um, they only now are coming to the fight when they should have been fighting it in 2011. No,
1: sorry, sorry. First they ignore you, then they ridicule you. you, then they fight you, then you win. Sorry,
3: right? We're only now transitioning from ridicule to fight. When they should have, they should have ignored it until twenty ten, then started ridiculing it for a year, and then began the fight in order to really make any progress. So this is a double edged sword, where the difficulty of understanding that this thing can really work is an advantage because the attackers come too late. There's too much power behind this. Mm-hmm. There's too much wealth behind it. There's too much means. And there's too much incentive for um participants in the old system of control to defect and personally benefit i mean it's a classic case it's not just number go up for us you know whatever fans or bitcoin it's number go up for the previous enemies too it's turning the bad to good it's not just reducing or destroying your enemy or turning minuses to zero no it's flipping we're flipping and we're making allies out of the attackers it's far too late this is already we've already won
1: I, I in my opinion
3: agree. yes we still need to fight yes i think it's cool that these guys like jack you know he's in the legacy system and don't be surprised if he betrays us you know at any given point don't Absolutely. you know hero worship we and you know we we bitcoiners should be allergic to hero worship but at the same time that's great we had our first developers who were like, screw this. You know, like I I love this project and everything, but I can't risk, you know, getting sued for a hundred million dollars or going to jail over my cool, you know, hobby that I love, that I'm passionate about. You know, I mean, that that takes a that's a really big deal. You I mean you got kids? You can't just go flee to, um, you know, some some other country and you know and just start and keep coding because it's your passion. And that's wonderful. And I'm sure that there's some percentage of developers that will do that. But this is you know it's great. But these these fights are like it's like a joke. This is the stuff I was expecting in 2014, not now.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. it, it and just uh, two things that I want to mention before we go to the software releases. It's almost as if they're hubris was their downfall right they thought they built a moat so deep so so whatever they had no idea that there was going to be a parallel system being built completely outside of their control that they essentially couldn't touch and satoshi said it himself right governments are very good at metaphorically cutting the head off of a centralized thing but decentralized things are holding their own and i think that's what we're seeing here add add onto the mix the incentives provided by Bitcoin and man it's just absolutely crazy and you know these news you know from the response from the Bitcoin Policy Center and the response from Jack telling me that Bitcoiners are, are acquiring real power, right? And so by the time these people wake up, like Gabriel's saying this will be too little too late baby so I completely agree But we we you know I think we already won this fight and then one ja- one last thing it's a it's a saying from one of my favorite broadcasters I'm not gonna say who he is but there are no there are no uh there are, there are no conspiracies but there are also no coincidences. Anyways, Phil, there was a software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it?
0: Software releases. The software releases are brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out, cyphersafe.io. Get yourself the Cypher wheel, or in my case, the Cypher grid. Store your seat on the Cypher grid. They've got the punch tool and the tamper resistant wire that comes with it. The link is down below. We've got elector's version 0.9.4 that was released. All right. You know the deal, Monday through Saturday, we release episodes, unless we tell you that we don't. Audio only, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, and we are on Anchor.
1: Check us out. Awesome, thank you, Phil. All right, guys, that was our show. Before we go, I wanna give a very special shout out to fellow bitcoiner and conspiracy scientist. You can go give him a follow on Twitter, at Gabriel D Vine. just like that. He got his handle. It's very rare, but he got it. I think it's because he's been on Twitter sin, since 2011. Anyways, guys, that was our show. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. And of course, if you want to continue hearing the catastrophic fails from the World Economic Forum, the shitcoiners that are in cahoots with them and the bitcoin news from the plea pleb perspective definitely consider subscribing and we'll see you on monday guys for a brand new episode of simply bitcoin
0: carbon credits sin credits it's all virtue signaling and it's all nonsense
1: Booyakasha.